You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us as a brand new hour begins. Kickoff hour is done. Uh, that is an option if you don't know about that in your Rick and Bubba world. Uh, it's an hour that features Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy on their own, getting you ready for another Rick and Bubba show. Available on uh, all the Rick and Bubba platforms. Uh, so check and see if you get it. And if you don't, find out how. Adler settles in. He'll give you the YouTube option. At the Rick and Bubba YouTube option, you just go subscribe. Uh, it didn't cost anything, and you'll get alerts on when something new has come to the Rick and Bubba pi- uh, YouTube channel. Got the live show there, uh, all five hours of that, and then we'll archive for you uh, for your own time. Uh, featured videos, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Uh, appears there also another option there uh, so if you haven't subscribed to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel you can or the Rick and Bubba podcast channel uh, you get audio archives every single day of the full show and uh, you also uh, can find Rick and Bubba University the podcast the Wednesday Bible study all those available on our YouTube channel or our podcast channel be sure you got those in your Rick and Bubba arsenal uh, standing by the pride of Cedar Springs Alabama most of you know him best as Silver Tongue One, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Baba Bussey! Howdy, Baba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Come on in to the Rick and Bubba experience. Oh, yeah. Find your seat. Pull you up a seat and stay a while. Go ahead. Get your, fix your cup of coffee. <laughs> Hang on. After the thrill is gone, yeah. After the thrill is gone. Come on. Get Don Henley in here. There's them eagles. How about them eagles? So, are you in? I mean, I know they they've got four different lead singers, but uh, the main catalog features, you know, when he was alive, Glenn Fry or Don Henley. Which one do you prefer? Um, you know, Rick, that's uh, that, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. I, I've not really thought about that. I probably, I probably prefer um, Glenn Fry. But I like the Don Henley songs better. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, does, it, does it, it does. I know. I, I said that, and it sounds totally ridiculous. No, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I actually if, follow If I that. think of my favorite songs by them, it's usually Don Henley singing. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. But what? Why? Why do we like just the simplicity and the warmth of Glenn Frey, though? Yeah, there, there's something about that, and I, I don't know the drummer singing, and you know, I don't know something about that. It's kind yeah, of weird that, watching that, it. Uh, and then, then they, they finally do. would bring him down and put another yeah. guy up there. But he was yeah. always awkward when he was out there. He didn't know what to do with his hands. Right. Yeah. Right. And he, uh, he d- I guess you know, 
Mm-hmm. I'm really getting into deep thought I know, here on I this. Know. Well, see, I love I, this kind I of think, stuff. And again, mm-hmm. if I'm going to listen to the favorite songs, it's Don Henley. But he just doesn't look like I know the front man that I'm used to seeing, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, totally agree. Glenn Fry to me looks more like a front man. Yeah. And but he's he, super cool. Yeah. And he's super laid back. You don't have his sunglasses on top of your head? Yeah, yeah, you know. And uh but I just like the Don Henley songs better. Well, be careful too, if you think Don Henley already looks odd to you, and I totally agree with that, whatever you do, never figure his ears out. Right, you, you probably never noticed his ears. Well, and and whatever I'm you do, gonna, don't I'm look not going to look. Whatever I'm you do, don't look, look at his ears. No, not going to do it. Uh, but I also uh, like to hear Joe Walsh sing. Yeah, well, I do too. Uh, I love to hear Timothy B. Smith sing, yeah. even though that's yeah. a, Timothy like B. Smith kind of leaves the world of. I mean, I, I'm a terrible singer anyway, but you know, you like certain singers like Glenn Fry that you can s- sort of sing along with. Yeah. Glenn, I mean, when T- Timothy B. Smith oh, so saying, yeah, I just you go, can't. well, I guess. I mean, I, I love hearing Yeah, yeah. I guess but I'll just sit here and listen to yeah, that. You yeah, you can't join in. Yeah. Uh, Everybody in that band can sing. Right? Yeah. Well, and don't forget when we had Randy Meisner. You know, oh, take, take it to the yeah, limit. go way up Yeah. There. Mm. And then, of course, it became too much pressure for him, and he quit. Couldn't handle the pressure yeah, because like he had to face take it to the limit on the road, not after night. But, but anyway, <laughs> so. Um, you know, I just Joe Walsh is just interesting to me anyway. Yeah. He's just such a character. Yeah, he is. And uh, you know, you, you throw in fact he's a ham radio operator, that yep. that gives it another twist for me. Yeah. Uh you know, Life's been good to me is one of my favorite songs. It always was. Well, Glenn, I, I tell you And I know that's not technically eagle material, but he would yeah. sing it at the concert. Yeah, they I mean he'd have to. He'd go do a solo album and he'd yeah. come back with Eagles right. and sing it. But I, I like see I put Joe Walsh under the Tom Petty category. Yeah. Nobody is going to sit around and talk about their skilled singing, but their style is fantastic. You know, I I, I sometimes prefer a style over yeah, you know, yeah. the uh, over all the oh, people absolutely. who know singing talk about how many notes they can hit. And all like that. Huey Lewis, yeah, you know, we've yeah, talked about yeah. them several times. I always liked his style and yeah. his presentation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. He just seemed like he was having fun. You yeah. know, a little he could sing, but he was he was a little bit of a comedian too. Didn't I, take himself too seriously. Yeah, I put them over here in that category of mm-hmm. I, I have tons of hits. But you're never gonna hear me sing at a wedding or the national anthem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when I get in the mic, but when I get in the mic, you kind of dig it, yeah. Rick, couple yeah. of uh, <laughs> couple of topics today. I'm excited to cover one: solar panels versus birds. I'm telling you, green people are gonna kill all the birds we got. Uh, interesting story. I, I don't know how old this story is, but it's uh, I've not seen it, and somebody sent it to me. We're gonna share it with you. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, those of you that are Blaze TV fans, uh, and and if you remember the Blaze Patriotic Sock Packs, these you know these this is the new thing now. The, these socks that are that have all the different cartoons and sayings and things. Themed socks are are huge, and I've noticed this with the with my kids that are young adults. They they love them and they love these. So uh, they released. If you remember a supply, you remember when Let's Go Brandon got really big and. Blaze put out some socks that you could wear, and you know everybody could see your patriotism wherever you wanted. And and, and here's the cool: they're very comfortable, they're stylish, and and of course they they cause a lot of laughing. But a lot of you were saying to Blaze TV, where where the socks go? Uh, we we want to bring those back. Well, the good news is uh, the Blaze TV has listened. Uh, and back by popular demand, a new limited edition socks just in time for the primaries and back to school shopping. Uh, th- there are two sock packages 
Uh, and also, if you need something to keep, uh, you know, during the heat, your drink cold, got some stylish drink covers too uh, that that also have a lot of these great phrases and, and and artwork on them. So if you can't decide which sock packages to choose from, remember uh, this is America. You can always get both. And if you buy both sock packages, they'll throw in a free bonus set of socks and an additional set of drink covers with a discount off the full purchase. Uh, Christmas ideas start stocking up on that these are limited edition get them now at blazesocks.com before they're gone you know what my favorite is have you seen the one that scott biden uh i did that and and it, and it shows all the, the different things about the gas prices there's the one with the santas on it you see that uh and uh, you know riding that alligator and of course um, you can you can find those there, there's a lot of great ones and you can pick your favorite and they're all 100 percent american uh and uh, don't forget that the people who are even packing and sending them to you these are jobs in america now if you're a blaze tv subscriber you get an extra discount uh yeah going to use the promo code blaze sub blaze sub that's 20 percent off the purchase now that code's only available to Blaze TV subscribers. So you need to use the email address that you log into your account with, and you'll get a bigger discount. Now, for everyone else who needs to subscribe, but you haven't yet, use the promo code Bubba Socks to save on both your Blaze TV subscription, if you decide to, to su- subscribe, and 20% off all these limited edition socks. Time to go shopping. Get them now at blazesocks.com. That's Blaze Socks, blazesocks.com. Bubba, I know I, I got your reaction when I said the the name Joe uh, John Benet Ramsey today. Yeah, I saw that in the news, and uh, I couldn't I, look. This is one of those things. I know you've been spending time on the Kennedy assassination, but uh, if I could get you back over to John well, Benet Ramsey you today, know, because there I'm is splitting, another. I'm splitting time, Rick. I, right. I did think a little bit about that yesterday, but you know I've been pretty heavy Skinwalker Ranch and ancient aliens, right? Know, so yeah, I, I yeah, I'm working through that. I have I have about an hour. I have to sit around and think about things every day. Yeah, well, this is one of those things that has really <laughs> plagued the show. Uh, every time we do one of these scenarios and we say, hey, would you like to have the answer to whatever mystery, usually more than one of us will say, I'd really like to know yeah. who, who did this horrible thing to John Benet Ramsey. Well, now um, the DNA from the crime scene, uh, they're, they're thinking now that, uh, that they could, again, go to this cold case. Researchers say the family is con- continuing to push for answers, as you might imagine. So now the brother uh, is renewing his family's appeal to the governor of Colorado uh, to allow an independent agency to conduct DNA testing in the unsolved 1996 murder of his sister 26 and a half years ago. Now, is he the one that got kind of accused of that in one of the documentaries? And I, then he I sued so. him for yes, it yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. may yeah. have won that. I yeah, think. She was six years old. Yeah, there was a documentary that basically said he did it. Right. So there, there, there's a leading genetic investigator who keeps saying that she is confident uh, that she could help the team, but they, they, I guess they can't get the government there in Colorado to reopen the case. Well, why wouldn't they share the DNA information with him? I mean, what, 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 what would keep you from doing that, I guess? Uh, wouldn't they want to get to the bottom of it too? Yeah, I, I'm looking to see why they're being told no. And maybe just the process has started and maybe they will get their way. I mean, I've got a petition going. Uh, and um, so this is a person who has um, been working on a lot of things like this. And, and they're saying it's a, uh, they're based out of Virginia. They, they're saying that they think they can help.
Um, and uh, so, um, I, you know, uh, they're, they're saying that they use complicated and innovative uh, genetic genealogy research techniques to crack cold case murders, and they think they can do this one. Uh, and um, so there's – I don't know why they're being denied that. That's the part I don't understand. Maybe the story just simply is the process of starting saying, hey, I really believe that, that I and we, his team or her team, can help. Uh, but uh, but the the government there in Colorado has not given them what they need to do it. I yeah, guess. I, 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 I don't know why. Why wouldn't they? That's the question at this point. I mean, it's a it's a very old case, a very cold case, and still a very disturbing case for uh, for the whole country, not just their family. Uh, which I can't imagine their family going through this all this time and still not having any answers. So why wouldn't they work with them? You know, um, the DNA testing and all has has come light years ahead and i mean there's been a lot of crime solved i mean we we have the story in this about uh, one uh, from 1975 that they recently uh, solved with mm-hmm. dna information yeah, so yeah and they're saying that they're that uh, the government or the investigators in colorado have declined to conduct a dna analysis on some evidence which 25 years after the crime still remains untested. It's crazy. So they have a petition saying, why, why don't we use, as you said, Bubba, the things we know now about DNA, we have some evidence that we could now do things with we couldn't do with them. I, I don't know. The whole Boulder, Colorado thing, the police there, it's been kind of weird from yeah. the beginning of this. Yeah. Um, as you go back and look at it, this was a crime scene. It happened at Christmas. And normally they would have removed everybody out of the house, but they didn't. They let the family stay there. I think maybe trying to be nice to them because it was Christmas or something, but you just, I mean, you can't do that if you're going to do an investigation and that's an active crime scene. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's been a lot of criticism. I I don't know if they did good or bad or otherwise. I mean, there's a hundred documentaries on it, but if, if they have a new way to look at this, and if correct me if I'm wrong. Y'all help me here because I can't remember. It's been, it's been a long time. They did find DNA at the crime scene that was not any of the immediate families, right? Well, th- that's what I understand. I is that what I recall? The reason why everybody's know. fired up is, is this bunch that says they, they can help if they'll be allowed to, um, and I, I can't pronounce the name of their company, but they just got a lot of headlines because they just cracked a murder from 1975. Yeah, Lindy Sue Belcher. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so they're or saying if we like if that. we can go back to 75, yeah, and solve this, we think we can solve the John Bonet Ramsey case from '96. But um, interesting. But they they're getting the signatures. They got 10,000 people already signing up. So there's going to be some pressure uh, on Colorado to reopen the case. I, I would say this is probably the foremost unsolved case of national interest in our country wouldn't you say yeah, yeah. i mean the the jfk thing I, I i feel like it's still i mean you still have the conspiracy things but i think most of the evidence was pretty clear that, that you know of who did that based mm-hmm. on the way he acted after after that so uh you know and i don't know it's 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 strange on its own but i still can't get over rick on the jfk thing here we go who set the parade route up but here anyway we here we go i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to binge on that today you want to you want me to but, I, but I feel more confident in 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 that 
than we do the John Bonet because we don't know we don't have any idea who did it. Look, I mean, we don't have any idea at this point, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, look. So we grew. You know, we were kids. You know, are are not even here yet when some of this stuff was going on with the Kennedys. So I, you know, I grew up getting the polished John F. Kennedy uh, propaganda. You know, right, so that's all right. I knew, and you know, you didn't say anything negative. But now that I'm a grown man, and all the information that we now know about the Kennedy family, first of all, they were very undesirable people by the way they behaved, and they got all that from Daddy, who was uh, yeah. a hound. Yep. Okay, yep. and and wanted all of his sons to be hounds, and promoted houndness uh, was a horrifying example of a husband and a and a father, and and his sons were raised in that environment, and. But I heard you guys say in the break, Hamza, you and Bubba, and you right. If you really understand the way the Kennedys basically ran roughshod on all of society, mm-hmm. there's so many people that wanted to kill them. I mean, they had so many enemies, and they treated people so poorly, and and double back and double on back deals on people, and yep. and you know, they'd sleep with your wife, and they'd share your wife if they wanted to, and. And they had all kinds of wild gatherings where everything under the sun went on. You can get that in the investigations of Marilyn Monroe and all that was going on there. Uh, they're 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 such bad people to be thinking. You know, you could you could do a, a lineup of people that wanted to kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, yeah. If 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 JFK had not been shot where he was, chances are there were three or four more assassins down the line shoving each other for the best shooting position. Oh, sadly, yeah, yeah. And but he, it, but probably so. He's got a vice president that didn't like him, and and uh, the way that uh, the that way, way he won the presidency is shady. Yeah, what, the way he got there to begin with, right? Yeah, yeah. so Chicago. Yeah, so <laughs> I liked his tax plan. Nineteen sixty. I liked his tax plan, but the way they lived as human beings was was pretty undesirable. Yeah. Um, and, and not something to be celebrated. No, not at all. Uh, we'll be back. 15 minutes. But who decided the parade route? Who, who put the car, drew the map where we're going to drive? You might want to take a look at the cowboy hat wearing Johnson. Because they were in his state, it was it was his staff that fixed all yep. that. I know. I know we've looked into it, but it's still strange. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Let's talk about things that are undeniable, okay? And we talk about this a lot because you, you're living in the time of propaganda. You, you can't just you can't just say, well, I'm going to sit here and watch the news. Uh, there's so many – journalism is over. So one of the, the best ways to try to figure out what is the truth, and hear me out, is by looking at what actually is happening. So, uh, you know, we talked about that before. You're saying don't stare into the light, no, no. but look Just around watch. the light to see what the light is doing. How many times have you had to have this happen in your life? Uh, you, you, it doesn't matter what it is. I, I certainly can think of them in my own life where you you looked on paper and you thought to yourself, I think this is going to work. I think this is a pretty good idea, and this is the way I'd like to do this. It's my preference even. And then you have to kind of come to the conclusion somewhere in the project Ah, this this just doesn't work. Uh, th- this is not going to work, and you abandon it. You just go, well, that that doesn't work. I sure wish it would work because that's the way I wish it would work. It just doesn't. Right. Okay, Look, think- the devil's saying it looks good on paper. Yeah, I, I, I can I can think of those things in in my own life. So uh, so I, I just want all of you to know you, your heart may bleed, and you may feel so good 
about the the left, the current state of the left politically in our country. And you may say, that's just who I prefer. I, I love seeing all these celebrities. They make me feel good, and I like being in that group. It makes me feel hip. And I know that when I look at people who are more conservative and, and they, they, they want a smaller government, you know, I, I see them as being hateful and uncaring. And, and I want to be over here where everybody cares and you know, now we got some problems we already mentioned earlier that we can't figure out how to have solar panels and, and windmills without killing all the birds. But let's let's just say you want all this to work and, and but but there has to come a point where you just go, All right, this looks good on paper to Bubba's point. It feels even good emotionally, but it just is producing a product that is garbage. Yeah. I just can't live this way. If you want to know what this country would look like, okay. If you want to know what the – tell me if I'm out of line with this logic, okay, because I know sometimes I can be accused of oversimplifying things, mm-hmm. okay? <laughs> but but if, if you – and some of it's legit, and some of it I think is just you just don't like what I say. But, <laughs> but, um, but let's say this. If I want to know what the rest of the country would look like if the modern-day left had, had control of everything, wouldn't I simply look to the places they already have control of everything? Right. Is that fair? Right. Yeah. Is that yeah. fair? Okay, and say, well, well, this is how it, it turns out. Now, I don't know if y'all know this. Some of the most dangerous cities we have in this country have been run by the left. I'm talking about decades. top to bottom with yeah. really no one opposing them for decades. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that doesn't look good. Most of them are in great financial shape. I don't know if y'all <laughs> seen. I don't know if y'all seen the state of California. <laughs> Have you seen what all's going on there? No, you realize yeah. California, of all peoples, and, and Gavin Newsom loves to condescendingly look down his nose at the rest of us, saying that all that matters in this country is California. Have you heard some of his speeches no, on yeah. this? Yeah. You know, we're, 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 hey, we lead in everything. Yeah, like, like uh, you know, literacy, you're now coming going down to the bottom. Your public schools are a complete joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, homelessness is so out of control. People, uh, and, and, and then another place you would look is where we're going to look today is Portland. Portland is a bastion of left-loving things. We have now Portland residents. They are now done. They, they tried to do this feel-goodism. They've tried to let the left run it from top to bottom. And, and the homelessness and the, and the soft-on-crime policies, which, by the way, is plaguing all of the areas where the left is in charge. Being soft-on-crime sounds good, but all you really do is, is tell the criminals, have your way. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I know y'all wish some people wouldn't be criminals. I do too, but but some people just seem to choose it. Uh, no matter, and some I understand it's from hardship, but others it's just I'm just too worthless to actually go out and work for a living. I'd rather just take it from you. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so here are the Portland residents. They they, they are they are in they they're, they're in tears about how the uh, uh, the current state of Portland what the what it is producing with all the policies. So we'll just let someone in Portland speak for themselves. Uh, this is courtesy, it looks like, of a, uh, one of the Portland news sources there. Here we go. For years, these neighbors have been watching the city's homeless crisis spread across parts of southeast Portland. Now it's right outside their front door. I want to cry. I just want my house back. Christina Hartnett lives on 80th and Powell, where a majority of the campers stay. My lawn is now becoming a public bathroom. She fears leaving her house just to go to work. And it is scary when you have grown men meth raging in your driveway. The last thing I feel safe doing is going out and saying, hey, can I? Can you please move so I can go to work? Calling the police and city is an everyday chore with little reward. 
So far, no one has come to help us. Central City concerned Clean Start crews assessed this site Thursday. It was one of about 1,900 other campsites reported just this week. In the past 10 days, they found 272 encampments that pose a greater health and safety risk, which is why they haven't removed the camps in this neighborhood. But just getting the city to come out and assess it has been a full-time job. I have to report from like four different four different bureaus, and I have to report that report to a report, and then I have to report that report to a second report, and it's the only way to get any kind of traction. See, that you hear her talking about wow. bureaucracy? Yeah. Wow. That, that's what, try to get the government to tr- turn that ocean line up. Yeah. You know a lot of reason why that she's not getting anybody to come out there in fairness to the, the people that are good people that are just trying to do their job that happen to work for the government, especially in law enforcement. You know why they're not rushing out there? Because the policies that this leftist government have implemented have left them with no recourse. Yeah, well, I mean, what, what are, are they going to do? do? Yeah, what, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? They're going to run down there and fill out a report. They're going to tell them to move, and they're going to tell them to get lost and, and keep doing their drugs. Yeah. Or are they go, they're going to bring a bulldozer in there and move mm-hmm. it out? What are right. they going to do? That's a mess. Whatever, if yeah. they go down and try to clean that up, then you got to deal with the propaganda of you're being hateful. Mm-hmm. You know, because there are some people, and this is what I don't know why we can't just reason through this. Are there people that are on the streets and they're good people and and they're trying to make their way and they've had some hardships? Yeah, that, now that's not a very high percentage. But this is what some of you leftists just don't seem to understand with your heart bleeding and your childlike view of the world. I hate to break this to you, but there are people who live around us that make choices in their life. They don't want to, to leave the life. They are criminals. They, barring some spiritual change in their life and they become a new creation, they're bent on this kind of thing. And if you don't punish them, they just continue to do it. Uh, and uh, a lot of this is caused because of uh, drug choices that they made and now they've become addicted, alcohol, just being uh, immoral. Uh, and I know that that hurts people's feelings because you, you gen- where you mess up is when you think people are inherently good. When really people are inherently bad, and, and 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 they need some sort of major spiritual change in their life for that to be corrected, and I know some of you think we're backward in thinking like that, but I think if you look at the state of these cities, you really don't have much of a case. I mean, so I I know from, from my standpoint, I I wish that the people who whose ideology have moved Portland so far ahead would do that for everybody. That's. That's the original point. When you're when you're thinking about how you're going to vote on things involved at the federal level, do you want your country to look like these places where the left is having their way? Because the the product does not look very good. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Well, Bubba, let's say that right now you are ready to leave Portland. Okay, I mean, you, yep, you, you I'm may, out. Yeah, hey, I tell you what. Ripcord. I, I am ready to go. Maybe you're in just the bastion of, of liberalism. Uh, California, and you're thinking to yourself, I got to go. Uh, I got there has to be life better than this. Uh, well, you're right. There, there, there are places that may be more suitable, but you may not be very, very familiar with where you want to go, uh, and you need a real estate agent uh, in the market where you're going to be moving to, uh, or you'd like to have one that uh, also where you are that can help you get out of your current situation. Uh, without taking a bath. Well, you certainly don't want a part-timer, and you certainly don't want an inexperienced agent. 
and Googling real estate agents is not the way to go. So we have the answer, and that is something called realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a team that has been put together to help the Rick and Bubba audience find seasoned real estate agents in whatever market you need need them in. Uh, that means wherever you're watching this show, listening to this show, we likely, with very few exceptions, have a real estate agent that has been vetted out that is in your market. How does that sound? So why don't you go to realestateagentsitrust.com right now. We just need some basic information from you, uh, and then our team will then get you in touch with uh, the preferred agent uh, in your market or the market that you that you desire to have a real estate agent. Again, it's real simple. Just go to realestateagentsitrust.com, and let's find a real estate agent that is working for your best interest. Bubba, welcome back for another hour, buddy. Um, so Rick, glad to be here. Gang's all here, uh, and we move forward. Now, this Kyler Murray contract, you know, we heard the $230 million, and we kicked around on whether we thought that was a good investment, not a good investment, uh, is he an elite quarterback, et cetera, et cetera. So we kind of talked about that. But what's new is some of the details of the contract are coming out, and one of them has been an eyebrow raiser. Mm-hmm. Well – they have in the contract, it's uh, labeled independent study addendum, and it basically says that he has to study material given to him by the club in order to prepare for the club's next upcoming game. Mm. Um, it, it almost, and it, it goes in to say some about the film study and, and all this other stuff, but he can't be playing video games during the film sessions, all this stuff. It looks kind of like he doesn't, he doesn't sit in class very well for the team. Uh, this, this sounds an awful lot like me, so I understand this. But no one's ever said we're going to pay you $230 million and we need you to watch more film. <laughs> right, yeah. right, uh, right. So I understand the difficulty of watching film, but if I'm a quarterback at the highest level, all the great quarterbacks that I've ever seen documentaries on, they study hours and hours of film. And oh, they it, love and, film and, study. Well, yeah. and it seems to be pretty important yeah. if you're going to be sure the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, it seems very, very important. Now, if I think you're worth $230 million, I'm concerned if I'm the person that's, that, that, that is giving the $230 million. I'm extremely concerned. The first time somebody says, now we need to get in that contract, too, he's got to watch some film. He's got to watch at least four hours of film. <laughs> I would immediately stop my pen that's writing the check, and I would say, what did you just say? Yeah. He doesn't right. He doesn't watch film the way you think an elite quarterback should? No, he really does. He plays video games in there and trying to watch film. Right. It's like my pen would then be put down. I think I'd click it to where it's not even writing anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good sign. Or, and, and I would sit it down. I would sit it beside me and say, now, now run this by me again. Right. Or have they all been seeing this trend with this age we live in with cell phones and kids, they can't put them down. I mean, serious business. Well, you don't have to ask Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers to watch film, even Dak Prescott. But these guys that are so young, is this just the norm? And they finally said, hey, we got to start putting this in the contracts. Well, is this the first time we've seen this kind of thing? The, the fact contract. that they're ha- they're saying is, that they this, say. this is outside of the mandatory team meeting time, right. where right. it's 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 separate from that, mm-hmm. and the fact that hey, no distractions. Here's some material. Yeah. Study this. That tells me he's not doing it. Well, yeah. and, I, and, and I, go, I, I go back to Helmsy's point. That's yeah. It, is it new because we're going to see more of this? And this is I, it, I don't know. But, but but let me tell you why. Because we remember we played it. Oh, it's been years ago. 
when that trend started with the first time. What, what who did he was he from Colorado? That was it. When went to the University of Colorado, and that coach could not believe that it, at Division One or any college level that he was getting calls from parents complaining right. about the summer oh, yeah. schedule, yeah. Yeah. complaining yeah. about the workout yes. schedule and the practices. And he's like, this is Division One college football. But he, he, you see, that was the beginning of there was a time, uh-huh. and I've talked to college football coaches, there was a time. There was not one college football coach in, in the entire country of over 300 million people, I don't know what the, the population would have been then, that had, that, they, that had one concern, that one parent, one, would call them with a college-level son and say, like they would say to the yeah. Little League coach, you know we go on vacation this time of year, and I don't, <laughs> I, I'm not sure about your two-a-day schedule. It looks like you're a little demanding on my son. None of them got that phone call, but then it became pretty normal. And they couldn't believe what they were dealing with, but they had to adapt to a new kind of parent and a new kind of player. Yeah. I've heard the old school college coaches, college coaches saying things like, well, the way your daddy and all those men did it, you can't do it that way anymore. I'm not sure I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, but they're saying the, 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 the college athlete you're dealing with today, it, it, you can't, you got to coddle them to a certain degree yeah. or they'll leave. Yeah. Okay. Well, you have to wonder if those college players now become NFL players. Doesn't some of that now come into the league? It's got to. They've been doing it for years, and now it's just a habit for them, and they've got to change these habits. I don't like it. Y'all don't like it. We wish it was different, but it is the new age. That's what they're having to do. So, you know, me holding my pen, what I'm saying is, are you shocking me with this this (laughs) thing we need to put in there? Or like you're saying, am I going, yeah, yeah, put that in there. And I just keep writing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, the, I think Kyler this, Murray probably goes, you know what? I probably need accountability here. Well, I'm fine but with that. This isn't saying I'm returning text messages or I've got my phone. This is basically saying I'm I'm playing video games, I'm watching TV and no, just no. browsing the internet. Yeah. Which is different than I've got my phone sitting beside me and and every now and then I might return yeah. a text. And, but it's and still I'm in that same it's, it's still in that same category. And it says here it, that requiring a player to do this to our point earlier is extremely unusual. Uh, and I do think it's unusual. We're but is it the all, beginning? All, that's that's is my point I'm making. Is, is this it, the start? Are you going to see more of this? Yeah, Absolutely. It, and and I think it is. Player. Yeah, I just don't think I can invest $230 million into a professional quarterback that won't watch film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I shouldn't have to have in your contract that you got to watch film. No. You know, I, I just – I that I mean, be, that kind of comes with the job, right? Yeah, that, that would be like me saying that uh, we're about to hire a new person to the show. Yeah. And and they're, and they're going to come with a big price. And also, I look and it says, "Now look, you're going to have to do something to make sure they get up and get here." Yeah. And they, and they need to put in a contract. Yeah, I'm just like, what? <laughs> uh, don't they know this job requires you for them? To be, it, you're right, yeah. you're right. Part of it, right? I, no, I. It, it may Stand be a trend, up. but it's yeah. not a good one. No, it's not at all. I don't yeah. like it one bit. Don't like but that. I got at a feeling all. it's more to come. Right. And I and I appreciate the Cardinals stamping it out and going, "This is what we need to do." Well, yeah. I mean, you 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 know that. I mean, yeah. we've all. You've talked to people before, and they said, now, look, if you want to do this with so-and-so, that's fine, but be aware of these. Don't let this happen, yeah. you know, because if you do, you'll regret it. Do you think his agent says, I got 230 million reasons why you need to do this? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, because if he doesn't meet these requirements, he will be default in his contract. Well, I will say this, uh, and I don't I don't like to study. I've struggled with that over the time. I found ways to to learn things that are important to me. But as far as me sitting down and saying it's time to study, Rick, and we're going to watch film for hours on end, I would also, with my personality and my quirks, struggle with that and did. 
but for $230 million, I can do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would help you to yeah. focus on it. Because I would think to myself, this is just part of my job, and there's always parts of your job that are not all that great, but you do it because it's part of the job. And I would I would do this joyfully. Yeah. For two hundred and thirty million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Let me ask you, Rick, I'd give them eight hours. <laughs> right. Yeah. These these fees these phenoms that are so gifted. Now most right. uh, most are in the NFL, I'll give you that. But they required, you know, every every time they go out, they just lean on their talent and they just get through it because they're so gifted. Mm-hmm. Uh I wonder if he's leaned on that a lot in his life where he's just so talented yeah. and so gifted. He didn't so have to study. Well come think and, about it. And I don't so, but that you can't get away with that when you're playing. Yeah. Against not the not in the NFL and that's what they're yeah. saying. They're yeah. saying yeah. Right. if you think you're that good now, be, you think be about prepared the guys, and see what happens. Tom Brady. He was not drafted no. in the first round. He had a chip on his shoulder. Derek Jeter, completely different sport, had a, had a chip on his shoulder because he just felt like he didn't belong after that first year. Mm-hmm. And you watch that new deal. This guy, to your point, has been number one since the day he was born. Yeah, right. best at everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guy could have played baseball. He could yeah, be making millions in a different sport right now. Yeah. yeah, but you're right. What they don't understand, though, and I can run you a list, and all of you can in your minds, you may get away with it a season or two mm-hmm. on your athletic ability, but those defensive coordinators and those defensive players figure you out. Cam yeah. Newton to you. That was just about to say. We, there's so many examples of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I try to warn people every time they see somebody have a great rookie season or sophomore season, mm-hmm. I'm like, they're going to figure this out. Yeah. Let and, it settle. And, yeah, you're you're going to you're gonna have to do other things than this right. because they're going to figure you out. Yeah. And uh, that's the reason why you have to be figuring them out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you got to study, yeah. And if you don't do that, <laughs> and you think you're just going to live off athletic ability against the greatest athletes in the world, who now play defense and can run just as fast as you can, uh, you probably you probably want to get prepared. And and maybe he will. Maybe you could say maybe you know this is the kind of structure he needs. Uh, Sixteen minutes pass. More Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. So the Pope, uh, what's going on with the Pope? Well, the Pope, uh, Rick, was in Canada. He Mm -hmm. issued an apology Monday for the Catholic Church's cooperation with Canada's catastrophic policy of indigenous residential schools. Mm -hmm. He said forced assimilation with native peoples into Christian uh, society destroyed their culture, severed families, and marginalized generations. He said, I'm deeply sorry. He said the school survivors and indigenous community members gathered at a former residential school south of Edmonton, Alberta. He also called the school policy a disastrous era that was incomparable with the gospel and uh, said further investigation and healing is needed. Now, um, Rick, uh, the, the thing that got the headlines yesterday was the Pope in his Pope outfit put on an Indian headdress. I don't know if you saw this. I know she said headlines yesterday for a headdress. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought we weren't supposed to put these on. Uh, oh, I, 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 thought I thought so too. I thought in this cultural appro- what's it called? In, misappropriation. Yeah, in this mis- Isn't that what they call it? Misappropriation thing. He actually put a headdress on and mm-hmm. with, with with his pope garb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, um. So he had he had the white robe on and an Indian headdress. Right. But but isn't that a bobo no no on, on political correctness? Well, I, I guess I, I guess it depends who put it on him. Uh, I don't know if he wanted to wear it or uh, you know <laughs> yeah. maybe one of the local uh, Indian tribes there wanted to wear it. I, I don't know. I, I, I think it was unnecessary, but yeah. If the chief or somebody gives you a go ahead, are you then okay? 
It, well, mm-hmm. I would think so. I don't know. Can oh, the Pope wear a headdress? I, just I don't know, know how that works. You got a picture of it, Adler. Don't go to the Halloween party dressed like that. Can you apologize out one side of your mouth and wear a headdress on the other one? I'm I'm confused. Yeah. Uh, it said Don't that the, uh, the Indian Residential School, uh, the head of that presented him with a feathered headdress mm-hmm. after he spoke. Yep. I thought the schools were shut down. Are they still going on? <laughs> I don't know. I'm very confused I'm by this story. The, uh, I saw a special on the schools, and the schools, are, they, they, okay, well, that was bad. That was in bad case thing, you yeah. haven't, there, there's your look. Right? Here's oh, the yeah, presentation. Yeah, here's a, here's like, <laughs> oh. they've got a whole ceremony. Oh, oh here we stuff go. stuff it on his head? Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. I have something I want to bring up, but I know I shouldn't. Rick? Oh, my goodness. The Pope is wearing a headdress. A lot of headdresses in the audience. How would you like to be sitting behind that guy that's got one on in the audience? Well, the Pope has a headdress on. You ain't seeing much. The Pope has a headdress on. I, I, you, didn't, you, you weren't ready no, for this I was work. not ready for no. this. Yeah. Right now he's asking somebody, should I have this on? Is anybody taking my picture? Yeah. Right. Wait a minute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he got a show enough good one or that come from the wow. souvenir shop? I, I think that's I a show enough good one. There. Yeah. Show or is that the one you got in Gatlinburg? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's already in a wheelchair and he was standing up for that. I was afraid it was going to tip him over backwards yeah. because it looked like a lot of weight on it. It looked a little big. Does, yeah, that, does that noise they make freak you out a little bit? Hey, 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 on you. Buddy. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but but you know what I mean, Adler. Greg, I mean, that don't that don't spook you. Is this one that somebody spent hours on, or was it made in Taiwan and folded in a plastic bag? <laughs> yeah, we, all, we had some of those. Yeah. I always wanted the one that was long in the back because yeah. I thought those were authentic. Mm-hmm. What if they would have been? Hey, Mr. Pope, welcome to Canada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> well, we, we, we spoke in Braves chants. I love to speak in a Braves I thought that's what he was doing at first. I think that's when we could actually do that. Thanks for apologizing yeah. about the school. We're yeah. all good. Just pointing that out. Right. Try this big old headdress on, see how it fits. This is not a best of. Thanks for no. the apology, but it's a little bit too late. Mark this one off. Sure. Delete it. Little word of caution, maybe a little top heavy. <laughs> Better check the wind before you put it on top. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that poor slob sitting behind a guy with one arm. Can't like, see a bit. Did you see him in the audience? Look, if a guy in the audience has a full-blown oh, yeah. chief headdress on, you can't see. Look, no. these people oh, behind him, they, can't, they yeah. can't see anything. That's why you can't take umbrellas into a game. No. That's right. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Exact same thing. The policy should be no umbrellas or headdresses. Or headdresses. Right, right. I mean, because right. you're talking about kind of the yeah. same blocking there. I that w- lady ain't seen a bit of it. I want to. I want to know too. Who's, who's here? Guys. I want to okay. walk out a narrative that I probably should not. Mm. I, I, and and I think yeah, you probably like, should look, not. we're so far on this segment. I don't know that. But it has matters. nothing to do with any sort of political correctness. Well, I guess it does in a way, but but well, it, it's need to rethink. I mean, it. I'm about to, to say it. I'm about to explode to say it. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, I, I, I know I, I love Mr. Cautious over there just chanting. Rick's about to explode. How close are we to break? Rick, tap the brakes. <laughs> but I'd let's like, keep this going. If I'd we like could see just speed. go another minute, we'd be to the break. Right. I'd like to see Speedy in one of them big headdresses. Yeah. Really? I'm talking about one of them showing up ones. Yeah. Now, we all got that one Rick was talking about the plastic in the plastic bag oh, yeah. in the yeah. gift shop in Gatlinburg. Oh, yeah. With the old foam tomahawk. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, what would Speedy's like Native American name be, you think, guys? 
You know, bald um, man running. <laughs> bald man running. <laughs> Why so, do you ask? No, oh, <laughs> what a great, what a great joke. Yeah. Oh, it's one of the greatest. <laughs> Why do you get that? You know, for the any time for break. Let me hear the bed. <laughs> Here comes bald man running. Looks a little concerned. Hey, hey. I'd like to see you in a headdress on that bald head. That'd be yeah. fantastic. Oh, it'd fit good on there, too. Oh, me. Well, I, here's the thing. I don't. I understand about there's been some bad things, and we all acknowledge yes. a, a lot of evil things. But when Ooh. I was a, a – and we talked about this a lot on the show, some of this new thing about cultural misappropriation – I think we got a thirty see, I, seconds. See, I didn't. No, this is had no, this, this one. You'll like, I think, because I've heard we've discussed this. I'm not saying the one that 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 was ragingly obvious right then that you're thinking about too, but I'm not going to say it. But anyway, I've got about three of them. When I was a little boy, uh, I was always cast as an Indian in the Thanksgiving presentation, and I thought it was cool. Yeah, I mean, I oh, I, yeah. I didn't think like, oh no. I really didn't want to be a pilgrim. I kind of thought it was cool to be able to put on the feather and to oh, get yeah. and, and somebody make you the little fake buckskin yeah. suit. Oh yeah! And I was Squanto, and I was teaching you know the the white folks the tomahawk how, how to plant in, corn. I had a, in the Thanksgiving uh, yeah. recital or whatever it was. I just thought that was, was kind of cool. I I, I looked I looked at that as something that was desirable, not mm-hmm. something that I was being negative. Okay, good. and and I you know I was I did too. and I was you know dark complected and had the little brown skin and I would always get cast as the as as the the, the Indian and I thought that was kind of cool. I like pilgrim being, hat was not cool. No, I liked oh. being Squanto. I, I wanted yes. to be Squanto more than the other. That'll really help us with this segment. I, I was uh, me and Milo Payne were Indians in the in the now Milo, we're in the fourth or fifth grade. Now Milo Payne, I could say I don't know how you got. Cast I don't either, Indian. but I did. Yeah, but that's yeah. But we were like the fifth grade, maybe I think. Yeah. In preschool, we we would trade off just like you guys are talking about. One year you got to be the Native Americans, one year you got to be pilgrims. And if you think I didn't feel cool in my paper bag leather vest, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we all made it's, those. It's a leather vest. It's a paper bag because you're so tiny you can fit in a paper bag. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Good times. We'll be right. Back. I had to get one of the bigger bags. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Uh, so, Bubba, I understand you are uh, are you stoked? It looks like there is a uh, some breaking news from Mars. <laughs> from Mars? From Mars. You say you saw something on Mars? No, not on Mars. <laughs> uh, uh, I thought you said we saw some crater. <laughs> no, that was something else. Okay, that's not the Russian. This is thing. a space station. Okay. <laughs> I thought you saw some big crater on Mars. Greg, uh, so. breaking news this morning. Russia says it will withdraw from the International Space Station after 2024 mm-hmm. to build its own space station, according to the newly appointed chief of the Russian Space Agency. Mm-hmm. He said, by that time, we will start putting together a Russian orbital station. I must leave you. Uh, mm-hmm. This comes from a report in the Moscow <laughs> I, Times. I he must said, quit you. <laughs> he said all this was finalized after a meeting with Russian President uh, Putin. Talk to the hand. He called the space program the main priority. <laughs> he said, of course, we were... We will fulfill our obligation to our partners, but the decision to leave the station after 2024 has been made. I will throw at you. <laughs> Off to the La Viva, baby. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> now, the, the head of the Russian space agency said that he told Putin that Russian space industry is in a difficult situation, adding that it would seek to raise the bar and, first of all, to provide the Russian economy with the necessary space services, pointing to navigation, communication, and data transmission, among other things. Build one with Ukraine. <laughs> On the way out, I'm Putin. <laughs> Good luck to you. What's Arnold doing up there? They're saying the cost of a Russian space station, they're estimating, would be about $6 billion. Hey there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were talking about decommissioning uh, the current space station in a few mm-hmm. years after that, I think uh, 2030. You okay with that? They're talking about just bringing it down, and I'm like, no, don't bring it down. Boost it up into higher orbit, put supplies on it, put oxygen on it, whatever. Just I know it's older, and, and I, I know there's a time on everything, but don't just crash it. Uh, we spent a lot of money putting it up there. You know, why, I thought the bubble we're that? not bringing down. <laughs> Leave it where it now, is. Now, the one problem is— Push it up higher. The, the one problem is that the, the Russians have modules that are on the space station. Are they going to carry them home with them or leave them? You know, we kind of need to know. <laughs> Anyone have extra oxygen? Put it on there. So See, you, I thought we should. Have, I thought we should have done that with the space shuttles. <laughs> Put them back up in orbit and fill them up with supplies and just have them there instead yeah. of putting them. But in the then museum. you couldn't have seen one when you went your sharp well, tour. Well, yeah. listen, we, can't we, we take already, one down? We already had one or two. I mean, we didn't put all of them in there. Okay, that's right. But I can have, I can have one to look at, can I? Yeah, sure, sure. The are you? Man. I never thought we should have been fighting around with the Ruskies anyway. I'm glad it's over. I wasn't really happy with that. I wasn't. I know. I didn't trust them. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, there's only so many times you can ride around space with somebody you keep trashing. Yeah, and and you you knew that something like this would eventually happen. So, um, and now I I think I think some of it was trying to close the gap between the countries, uh, but. You know, it's just I don't know. It's kind of weird. Well, you can't close you, it. You, you can't. You can't basically be funding somebody's at war with somebody else, and then try to be partners no. on other projects. It's kind of no. weird. You need. We need to do our own thing. You can't have nothing. Well, I, I thought so too. I, I'd rather it just be us. But Rick, remember, at the time we didn't have we didn't have rockets to get our people up to the space station. So. But that was before Elon go with him. <laughs> And we st- hey, we don't have the heavy lift stuff we need to uh, continue now, at least tested. We got them built, but we haven't just used Just have them. Elon build one. Well, he's got one. Now, don't Falcon let, Heavy. Quit having kids. Now, now don't let that, hey, don't let that guy from Amazon build one. <laughs> Stay in it. <laughs> he's giving joy rides. Yeah, I don't want you. Know, we don't want him to build it. And his, we got the Space his, Launch. His designs I don't like. We got nah. the Space Launch system that uh, ought to be online here this year. So <laughs> SLS. Hopefully, hopefully that'll go. <laughs> But big news with the Russians pulling out. Yeah, but uh, but, you, but we're glad. I don't think this is bad. Um, we're pulling I, out. I think I think <laughs> out. I think it could be good for us long term because we need to be in charge of that, not be dealing with no, that. No, we don't take need to be beholden to the Russians. Yeah. Actually, we have Putin uh, on the mic. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard Putin was like na 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 na. Hey hey, hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Build one with Ukraine. Good luck to you. But yeah, I I, I just always thought this was a bad deal. What's next? We're gonna, gonna do the next one with China. Well, they they got they got pushed out of this one. They're on the dark side. Of the they moon. got their, they got their own. They're putting together. Well, Le- they land on the dark side. Of the LeBron moon? said we should just do one with China. <laughs> 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 While talking about the plight of people all over the world. Yeah. 
uh, in our own country. I'll tell you this one thing, LeBron, people get treated better here than they do in China. Mm. You know, the the other thing from a technical standpoint is that the Russian module is in charge of of boosting up the orbit to keep it from decaying. So we're going to have to put something. Like I said, are they going to take their modules and go home, which is part of the station? You know how it is when you leave. Or are they just going to leave it? You know how it is. We don't want to end up in front of Judge Judy, but, (laughs) I mean, this is our stuff. I brought it in. I'm taking it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't know when you. It was yours tomorrow, you, not to have to quote Tesco. <laughs> That's right. right. <laughs> we brought this in here, and we'll take it out. That's right. Yeah. Taking my bottling. Look, I can, are you bothered by this? Or you, does this upset you? Uh, no, I, can I tell. I think it's a good thing long term. Like I'm like you. I didn't. I didn't want to be hooked up with the no, Russians anyway. No. No. I, I don't want. I. Mm. I mean, Raw just mankind. imagine how uncomfortable it was uh, watching all of us trash Russia. And there you are sitting up over the cosmonaut looking at you. Oh, I know. I mean, that, had to, I know. That, that had to be really uncomfortable. Well, I mean, yeah, we're, real. we're helping fund uh, the Ukrainians. I think rightly so. But still, we're 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 propagating a war with them. Okay. You know? Wouldn't that so, be uncomfortable flying around in space with that? Well, yeah. Uh, the, 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 yeah. The elephant in the room? Well, it'd be it'd be like us sitting in here and, and one of you being at war with your neighbors and and us giving the neighbor uh, material to keep the war going. I right. mean, it's 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 got to be awkward, right? Yeah. yeah, picture every day I'm coming to the show, and on the way in, I hear all of you on the radio talking about how bad I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> it's awkward weird. and for all uh, for all mankind, it which is. Speedy and I have watched, and you won't give it anything. And I get you're all in the Skinwalker, ooh, Travis Taylor, get it, got <laughs> it, got it, aliens, got, got that, got yeah. that. Yeah. Can't be on but two shows at the same time. Exactly what you're talking about, <laughs> yep. and it's right up your alley. And I'm a little frustrated you hadn't jumped into well, it. Well, it's. It's make believe. It's not real. And there so, it is. But, but oh, Skinwalker's so, real. Yeah, ancient aliens. Well, Boy, that's a fact. Yeah, 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 yeah it is. <laughs> right now, it is. As far as we know. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. So you didn't tell me about some giant crater on Mars? Did I dream that? No, we were just talking about it. <laughs> I mean, it's not near. Eric, it's been there. But I was just reading about it yesterday. Okay. How big it is. Well, it's, you were telling me how, and I thought, well, that'll yeah, be part of space times, update. It's five, five, Watch I can't it. say now, five times deeper. Than the Grand Canyon and and twenty times wider. I mean, you can see it on Mars. Yeah, and uh, you have to wonder how it got there. I mean, did something go crash in there, or was it water, or what? I mean, that's a big old big old gash, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not that. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a rock. Uh, that's the place that uh, <laughs> Matt Damon know. lives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is just a recent sedimentary rock formation yeah. of them on Mars that they released. Ah, mm. interesting. You see a lot of that in this. uh, Chamber of Commerce has got a lot of work cut out. It looks like there was water there one time. Yeah. Do you hear me? Boy, they do. The Chamber of Commerce has got their work cut out for them. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be tough to get new business, right? Yeah, it really is. (laughs) I think I'll just die. (laughs) I think there's some 3D animations flying through that. Uh, I mean, it covers, looks like half the planet. I mean, it's a a quarter of it at least. Big old gash. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. So uh, we, we talked a little bit yesterday about about the weekend, but Bubba, you left a story out. I know this has been something we've talked about on the show in the past, but but there's an update, and and I think it, the the innovation of this is is the entrepreneurial spirit. Oh, I love it. That should be celebrated. Well, uh, Rick, we uh, th- this all happened because as I got back to uh, to the dock, I was. Uh, trying to you know the captain's the last one off and i have to clean everything up and yeah i'd cut the batteries off on the back of the pontoon boat and i came to the front and i looked on the seat there and i thought man there there's something black all over this it must be grease 
And I thought, where in the world did that grease come oh, from? And I started great. looking. This is worse than popcorn grease. Yeah, and then then I found it down oh, on, on the bottom of my shirt. The bottom of your shirt? Yeah, well, it was down below. That, the, the grease? It was down below the roll. You I know, see. So I couldn't see it. No man's oh. land. No yeah, man's land. Yeah, it was up under there, and, and I'd rubbed it on the seat. The I Black mean, Hills. Was, I couldn't believe how, how much was on there. So I, I started thinking, now, where did I get grease at? And I thought, well, it's... I don't think I got grease anywhere. I started looking at it, and it appeared to be chocolate. <laughs> and um, how'd that get there? And then I thought, you know, uh, we did run down the Yellow Top ice cream boat. Oh, and, good old uh, Yellow Top. There it is. Look at that. Uh, bring it. Yellow Top, you'll always be ice cream boat to me. Top me. And uh, I had uh, of one of the delicious uh, Oreo uh, desserts, which is like it's, it's like an Eskimo pie, but oh. instead of the thin, <laughs> crispy chocolate on the outside, it had like an Oreo coating. Ooh. And, so uh, not an ice cream sandwich. No, it was on a stick. Yeah, like a. But it was it was like an Eskimo pie, but it it, it had Oreo covering instead of the dip covering. Oh, you know, yeah. like it'd been pushed so on there. Kinda... Fall apart. Matter of fact, they, they told me it was the best seller. So, yeah, um, <laughs> I, and I know bomb pop, and I, and I don't doubt it. No, because they, it was yeah. delicious. Well, look, they had you at hello, yeah. but apparently yeah. some of it got away from me, and got on my shirt. So, how, and, so uh, it got around the. How, how did, yeah, how did they get on you to that level? Oh, I don't know. And, and then you, know you smeared you know it how, all over the. Bone. You know how you know how that stuff can get away from you. So oh. like if you get syrup on something sticky and it's oh, just yeah. on everything, and it was you had you had had fallen on your actual shirt. Yeah, it had, I guess I was eating it and it went down, you know. And, and got, you leaned forward and, and it went and, and, and went off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> it got it got went over on the dark side of the moon there. Yeah, right. It got, over, it got over yeah. in the badlands. <laughs> yeah. It was it was out of visual contact. And uh but uh you know, I, I always enjoy seeing the, the yellow top ice cream boat. Oh, always, yeah. I bet you do. Yeah. You, know, you just start frantically there, waving. There's oh I start honking the horn. Slow down. When they start their day, you think they go, You think we'll see Bubba? Buy at least six of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we do you buy? En- do you buy enough for the boat, or uh, is we it on Bubba? Yeah, anytime you stop, the everybody on the boat gets ice cream. Oh, Nobody boy. passes. Really. Yeah. I mean, come on, are you kidding me? Right. Now That'd one day, crazy. One day we had a bunch of guys on the boat, hey, right? Dooley. And we loaded up. I mean, we loaded up big time, man. Yeah. So I can I ask you a question? What guy, music? Man? What music were you playing that you had to turn down when you kind of drifted uh, up next I don't, to it? I don't know. I don't remember. You know what you was. should do? Go get Ice Cream Man by Van Halen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And roll that Play way with that ice cream. Well, I'm your ice cream man. <laughs> Stop it when the yellow boat comes by. You know what I love though? They uh, they've got all kind of innovations up there, Rick. They've got the the QR code to scan if you want to pay by Venmo or or some of these other online things. So mm-hmm. how do you, you don't do even it? have to hand the money back. How do you do it? Straight cash uh, on me? I think I just gave him cash. Straight cash on so What is this you have in this particular picture? You stopped the yellow boat before. <laughs> it looked like it, <laughs> yeah. the cone matched your what? shirt. Yeah, you, it, it looked like, a, it looked like uh, a, one of those um, drumsticks. What, what drumsticks, but chocolate. No. Ooh. What's the cone? It's blue? Or is that a, a That's nap? paper That's on it. That's a paper on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that looked like a drumstick there. Yeah, hey, but, ain't nothing like with, that old drumstick. With chocolate ice cream and, as opposed to vanilla? Yeah, I think it maybe had a swirl or what? vanilla with some chocolate and nuts. You know the, the only thing I hate about the drumstick? Because once you clear the top, it's just ice cream. I know. Oh, I love it, that. It's gone too quick, though. No, but then you combine it with that cone, that sugar cone. Yeah, it's but I want a little more of the goody down there. No, no, no. Come on. It's, it's plenty. 
Oh, this vanilla cone. I love when I get all that ready, and then all of a sudden I'm combining that sugar cone with that vanilla. Mm. What are you talking about? Well, well I, I, tell you, I don't want just, just a vanilla cone. We'll get I something else. Something else. My point. We'll get something don't else. Don't tease in. people and put a bunch of good stuff, and that, then it's gone. That's you know, I, I love being on the water, and I know a lot of people do. It's fun, and a lot of people fish and do this, but I. You know, that's one of the great things about Lake Martin is we have on-the-water ice cream. We have an, we have an on-the-water float-up order food. You know, you can get yeah. your hamburger, milkshake, all that, just like a drive through Oh, yeah. Nib- like nibblers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little <laughs> and, nibblers. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's good stuff right there. That that makes my day when I'm out there. I bet it does. When you get when on I the water. When I see that yellow top, Rick, you don't think I don't lay down on that? <laughs> no, I'm something. gone. Let's go. Huh? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, well, what is and your, docking what? two boats uh, out in the middle of the water is, you know, can be difficult, too, when you got a lot of folks going by. I was holding <laughs> on for dear life this yeah. weekend. Yeah, but wouldn't, yeah, to get your is it tough to, to, to pass the ice cream across when, you know, if the, if the boats are rocking? And well, all whoever's holding, you know, somebody else has to get their ice cream and handle the money. You right. Know, so. You let Dooley hold it? Uh, well, not this weekend. He went on, he went on board. Saw, you know weekend. what? I, I'm, I'm starting to see Dooley in the hall a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm closing in on Dooley a little bit. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Getting to know Dooley. <laughs> and I had a little conversation yesterday. He's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I pulled a good one. He's a he's very uh, very understanding guy. Well, no, if you're going, he's the, the nicest German I've ever met. Yeah, the, well, you, and you don't see that a lot. No, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but he, uh, yeah, he's a very. I think he has the right personality for you. To be you know, to be a friend of Bubba, you've got to you you've got to be able to handle situations and and <laughs> a lot. And, what? And, well. You know, you've got something stuck somewhere and need help, or you've run out of fuel, or oh, the boat yeah. boats yeah. floated off, or yeah. a yeah. snake is somewhere. Yeah, well, you, yeah. Don't, you, you don't, don't have mean? that. You yeah. don't have that. Right, you're gonna have those kind of. <laughs> but it's 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 right. good to be a friend on the other side too. You know, you get a lot of. Lot oh of yeah, no, that no, that, no. It's yeah. give and take, no yeah. doubt, yeah. no question. You're you're good to your friends. Yeah. As long as they work for you. Right. Right. That's a given thing. Well, I like for everybody to have a good time. Yeah, right? well, absolutely. You know, and you I'm know, all it's, about that. And it's their job to keep all this manta- maintained to help you. Yeah, and I, I tell you, I just I, I look at that ice cream boat as a ministry. You know, that uh, yeah. oh. it's, just, it's a blessing oh. to me when I see it. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I mean, it, my heart just I just yeah. I give thanks. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> picture Bubba diving in, swimming. Yeah. 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 Right. Sure. You're taking this far. <laughs> your, your heart's in kind of a dilemma there, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Celebrating in one valve and <laughs> closing up in the other. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate the, them oh, doing that. Oh, you know, they, his grandson uh, of the meek started that, and he's done a good job with it. Well, he'll inherit the earth. Yep. <laughs> the um, I but, mean, just but look how it, it's back to the old ice cream truck. You remember when you saw oh, it? Yeah. It just made you hungry. That was one of the things the other day. You hear that I, it, it makes you hungry. I love the little and, menu on the window. Oh yeah, yeah. it's just a joyful situation. And I will say this: I we didn't get we because I didn't see it till I was off the air. When the guy the other day emailed or woman, I can't remember if it was a man or a woman that emailed us and said if they if NASCAR goes to electric cars, that they should make the sound coming by as a bunch of ice cream trucks. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, man, that because it does just make yeah, you happy. It does. It does. does it? Does this make any play any music or something? Uh, yellow I, boat. I, I've heard them play it at times, but not all the time. Yeah, because well, it seems like it ought to be just right. Right. Do you ever go back and order again after floating around a little bit? Uh, I've oh. wanted to, but if Betty's on board, I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Time of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
I thought he was retiring. Please, Dr. Fauci, retire. Oh, you want me to retire? It's anecdotal. Uh, so um, it's just going to be a tired, broken record. You know, it's one thing if I kept bringing up something and reminding people that, that this thing I brought up had a huge impact and made a huge difference, so don't forget it. But it almost feels maniacal to keep bringing up things that haven't really shown to to stop this thing. Uh, it just continues to roll on, uh, so it's almost like um, uh, being told, let's continue to do things that, that haven't really solved our problem. But anyway... Uh, like beating your head on the wall? Yeah, like beating your head yeah. on the wall. So Fauci is about to say, now we are starting to see the the bad side effects of us for some reason masking children and and putting them in schools eight to nine hours a day and if you have after, after school care that can roll on to who knows how long who would have ever thought that kids wearing masks on during the the times that they actually wore them correctly that this might have an adverse effect on them that might even be more severe than if they had caught uh, COVID and just worked through it. Well, you remember uh, President Trump at the time brought this up, and he talked about the increases oh, in suicide oh, rates yeah, and yeah. a lot of uh, uh, you know diseases that have to do with respiratory systems, and they just kind of laughed it off like it wasn't real. And and we know we knew that anybody with common sense knew that was going to be a problem for long term. Well, you're going to hear a couple of things today that when Trump said them they were bad, but now that the Biden administration is saying them they're genius. So uh, so know that that. That's coming. First, let's start with the broken record, Fauci. Uh, he's ready to put uh, kids back in masks again. Here we go. Who <laughs> are in a zone or a, or a or a county, state, or a city that has a very high level of dynamic of viral circulation? The CDC would recommend strongly that you wear a mask in a congregate indoor setting, and that would include schools, places of work. Uh, anything that brings people together in a closed uh, environment. That is good public health practice. Um, I are mean, we, are I, we putting kids back in, in, in masks at school? Is it just in time for school to get, get back in session? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, he says this, and he says this is good policy, but haven't we seen that yeah. it, it's, it's flawed policy, uh, especially the adverse and, and well, the, they, they act like that doesn't even exist. Right. It's and, like playing the same team again late in the season and running the same defense that they, they killed you against. Why, why in the world the, would we the, the, let me tell you what the, run mass, the same defense back out the there? The mass thing has, has turned out. This is that thing when you go ahead and get it anyway and you, you, you have either mild or even some difficult symptoms and then you get to the other side of it and you're okay like, like mm-hmm. for children – I mean, it's it's. I mean, the percentage of of it being deadly is is minuscule. Okay, minuscule, and for everybody else, it's it's low. And you're saying to me, this is just one of those things. I'm telling you, when when you come to someone and say, this is how it works. Just hear me out on this. This is is after observing this for three years now. Okay, and that is, hey, people are still getting the the virus, Rick. And then I'm able to say, well, I've told everybody to wear a mask, but you know, some people just won't. So now it's my never-ending excuse on why it's still alive. If everybody would do what I tell them to, even though I know that's impossible, this wouldn't happen. You really? Yeah. Hmm. But the reason why it's still happening is because people won't do what I tell them to do. Yeah. And so that becomes the never-ending. And then when you're somebody who tra- you pretend like you care 
you put a mask, you have a mask. See, look at me, I care more than you do. Now, none of it makes any scientific sense, but it, it's all just some sort of placebo thing that we're all doing it. The, the number of people that I see wearing masks correctly, even if you believe they work if worn correctly, oh, it's very is low. so low, yeah. you might as well not even have it based <laughs> on what we know about the, the virus. But yet I have it around my neck as a chin strap, so I care more than you do. <laughs> okay, so you almost put a mask on. I just chose not to at all. <laughs> That's really what you're telling me. Now we get to two. Listen to this. He's saying if they'd known – that the COVID could be transmitted by people without symptoms, we would have, we would have, it'd been even more stringent. So here he goes. We know now, two and a half years later, that anywhere from 50 to 60% of the transmission occur from someone without symptoms, either someone who never will get symptoms or someone who is in the pre-symptomatic stage. Had we known that then, the insidious nature of spread in the community would have been much more of an alarm and there would have been much, much more stringent uh, restrictions in the sense of very, very heavy encouraging people to wear masks, physical distancing or what have you. It would have been even more. Uh, how? How could it have been even more? <laughs> right. yeah. Everywhere I go, everywhere I, everything I did, it was stay away, mask up, hand sanitizer. How could it have been more? Yeah, you, unless you lock yourself away. Unless you're forcing people yeah. to stay in their home. And, and you do it like China. You weld their door shut and tell them they can't come out. I don't know how we could have been any more socially distanced and protected than we were. By the way, it's just crazy. By the way, just in time for monkeypox. Right. Don't forget to, uh, of course... Monkeypox. I'm just. It's just anyway. All right. The fear that they were trying to instill in everyone around you. He acts as if we weren't afraid of everybody around us. They were trying to make us afraid of everybody. Yeah. Remember the Karens. He's basically saying, "I wish you were more afraid of the people around you that didn't even have symptoms." Right. I I wish that was the case. And don't miss that point. Now, Adler, don't miss that. I just admitted to you that I'm that we're we're terrorizing everybody and trying to shut the whole world down over something that has a survival rate of ninety nine percent. And 50 and 60% of you won't even get symptoms. Wow, I don't know how we'll get through that. Uh, you you know what was, a, was always, I thought, half strange of, with the whole thing? Over half of you won't even know you even had it. Do, do you remember each variant that came out, they told us that it was more contagious than the right. one oh, before? Oh, every one of them, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, the, the initial was bad. I don't know. What was the other variants we had before we got to Omicron? We had two was, or three. Was there beta? There. Was beta real? Delta. Delta, yeah, Delta, all that. We got to Omicron, right, yeah, yeah, it and it was bad. more contagious. And then every one of the BAs that came off it are more contagious. I don't know how anything could be more contagious, Rick, than one person sneeze and the entire planet have it in 10 minutes. Well, I mean, it's basically been to that level now. I, they just can't scare us anymore well, with it. well you know why i say that don't you you hear that the variants are getting less and less severe and the symptoms less and less severe and so you go okay yeah but it's more contagious than you've ever even imagined okay but you just said something is contagious that probably won't make me very sick right haven't I lived with that as long as the earth has been I, I, fallen? Yeah, I think we all I, I, have I, to I, deal with some kind of cold right. or sickness. Yeah. Anybody ever anyway. been sick before? I, I mean, sickness has been around a long, long time. But this is and, – and and now it's one of those things, too, where you know how you first jump into water and it freaks you out because it's really, really cold, and you get acclimated to yeah. it, and you go, oh, this isn't so cold. Yeah. I think we all kind of know what life with COVID is like. 
But what about monkeypox? <laughs> monkeypox and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We remember when the Trump administration said this same thing and and everybody went nuts saying that somehow he was trying to downplay <laughs> that this was the end of time. But now, since the Biden administration's in power and we still keep having these rises and falls and 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 variants, we're going to uh, – I don't understand the role of Dr. – is it Ashish yeah. Ha or however you say his name? He's, <laughs> the, he's the COVID coordinator, but he's not the doctor. For, for the president, correct? Right. So now, right. so now, what's a COVID coordinator? I, well, he cor- that, he coordinates what, uh, COVID. That's what Doctor Burks were. Okay. Was it? Was, okay. Okay. Well, we knew yeah. you know. Well, all right. Well, so, hey, excuse me. Misses the scar. Yeah. Right. Sorry, easy, buddy. <laughs> so here he is now. Listen to what he's saying about you know when you say well you got a rise in cases, he says something that is common sense and I agree with him, but when when it was said by Trump, it was he didn't care. Right. All right. So here we go. But I do expect, by the way, that as all these national labs now come online, as they have over the last week, I would not be surprised if we see an increase in cases as testing becomes more robust. Uh, that's a very normal part of any outbreak response is that as testing ramps up, you tend to see an increase in cases because people can identify. Now, that's what they were so critical of Trump. They when hated Trump, him for that. When Trump said that we're seeing the increases because we're testing so much more, people lost their mind in the media. And said, "Well, yeah, you know, why, how can you say that? Right? I mean, you're trying to you're, hide you're the truth. To, you're trying to add that, that, like you said, no big deal. Uh-huh. And there it is, uh-huh. the same thing from the Biden administration. Wow. Uh, all right, so so the the new thing is we're, we they want someone they want to hear from the actual doctor that is caring from Biden. Yeah, right. they don't want to hear from a coordinator. Uh, so here comes people beginning to ask, why are we only hearing from you and not Doctor O'Connor?" So here we go. To follow up on Dr. O'Connor not being here, is this a situation where Dr. O'Connor does not want to come and talk about the president's health or where the president doesn't want Dr. O'Connor talking about his health? I will tell you, I have spoken both to the president and to Dr. O'Connor on an ongoing basis, and neither of them has expressed uh, a preference on either. Dr. O'Connor has not at any point said he doesn't want to come. The president has not at any point said he does not want Dr. O'Connor to come. So, I, I would say neither of those is correct. Okay. So now he's going to. So how come he didn't come then? Yeah. Well, now we're going to be followed up now with why? Why is he? Why is he not coming? So now we'll we'll get that <laughs> That's question. That's been asked, and we'll have to raise it again. Is why the president's personal <laughs> physician is not here? Are you are you familiar with a reason that the president decided not to send his physician here to answer our questions the way that his predecessors have decided to send his, the, their physicians? Here? He means Trump. Hey, JP, I don't know if you want to start it. I'm happy to give my thoughts. Do so you want me to just why, give mine? Why don't you start it? I'll, I'll come in. Yeah. So um, <laughs> look, uh, you've heard every day and from the president's pers- physician through his detailed accounting of his assessment, his plan. Um, I have been speaking to the to both his personal physician. I speak to him every single day at length with with the president um, on an ongoing basis. And the the bottom line is the president has had, thankfully, because he is double vaccinated, double boosted, he's had a relatively mild uh, upper respiratory infection. And in that context, we have provided, I think, an extraordinary amount of uh, transparency Uh about his care when he got tested positive, how he's done each day, the evolving nature of his symptoms. Is his runny nose a little worse, a little bit better? Like, we've been very, very open and transparent with all of that data. Uh, 
Say what he. Why won't his doctor come? I tell you. Why won't his doctor come? Why won't his doctor come? Right. I'll tell you why. Can I tell you why O'Kiner does not want to come out? Because they're going to start asking him all a bunch of other questions. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. let's talk about his cognitive skills. All right. Well, got to go. Um, his runny nose. <laughs> Have you seen uh, a decline? He cleaned his plate. He's got a runny nose. Yeah. Uh, but notice yeah, how they throw in. Isolated. Well, because he's double vaxxed and double boosted, that's why it's mild. But how do you explain all these other people that have mild symptoms who ha- don't even have the first vaccine? I don't know how to break it to the whole world. Uh, and to the there are people that have never taken one vaccine that also have mild symptoms and do just fine. Uh, if our hands right, are our hands there are. There was up, one right here. That'd be me. Right. That'd be Helms. That'd I'm be Bubba. Bubba's had two of the different ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so does it help? Maybe. But, uh, you know, some people seem to do fine with it. Some people do seem to do fine without it. And I got I got vaccinated and had a mild case, and I would have had a mild case either way. I hate, mm-hmm. to, hate to be that guy, but I, I'm – I don't know that. Uh, sure. I did have a mild case. Sure. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you I can't felt go bad back for about today. I'm not like I feel Yeah, bad. sure. You yeah. can't go back and do it the other way, with or without it. I mean, there's no way to double blind yeah. test it. Hindsight. So you, yeah, can't, you don't know. Who knows? But the, uh, it, it is funny to me though, and I hope I hope the president. I disagree with him on a lot of things, almost everything, but I, I hope it gets better. Of course. Um, yeah. But um, <laughs> it's just. Uh, it's just funny to me now getting to needle them the way that they did the Trump administration and them respond basically in the same way mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and, and it'd be okay now, but oh, it wasn't okay, no, okay. in the nope. previous administration. No, it's a, it's a different thing. The reason I got the <laughs> vaccine, by the way, and we showed all the clips of this yesterday on the show is because we had all the leaders saying you wouldn't get the virus Correct. if you got vaccinated. And I wanted to see my grandfather. We had a family trip coming Absolutely. up. Absolutely, he had never met Ruby because we had been on lockdown for a year and a half. And guess what? We all got together, and it was great, and it was awesome. But that could have happened without me getting the vaccine. Didn't know that at the time, but whatever. Well, how could you know? Yeah, I remember thinking the same thing. Okay, well, if this is going to solve it, yeah, right. then then we all need to consider that. But it it didn't yeah, solve that's it. The only reason I got it, and and it hasn't solved it. Uh, and um, but the good news is the survival rate of it vaccinated or not is very very high and unfortunately we have had friends and loved ones that for them it was a death sentence uh, but it's not a lot of people and, and many things are a death sentence for people and those people were very very sick from what i understand already yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mo, mo, yeah, yeah. Are, are they immune compromised because yeah. of cancer treatments and things like are, that are some people just these things hit harder yeah, than yeah. Others. yeah, sure. yeah they they first but but it but it, it never has been a disease that's out to get the healthy. And and I will tell you at our house, our whole concentration, our whole game plan, and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, that there won't be any problems and, and there haven't been so far, uh, is our game plan has been we focus on staying healthy and we focus on our immune system being performing at peak performance. Right. And and to me, I think that is the smarter play. And... Um, and we didn't hear that no. throughout the lockdowns. No, no, it was just no. stay home and be scared. That We didn't hear anything about, right. like, hey, maybe drink water and exercise because that will really right, help you. Right, right. And the things we learn, like zinc and the D3 and the vitamin C, making those part of your daily routine to help your immune system, we, you know, we learned a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like we don't know anything about it anymore. Right. Thanks for listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out Amy.
Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.